I always had a passion for storytelling, and I believed that there were stories out there that the mainstream media wasn't telling. I wanted to capture the truth and share it with the world. Welcome to Opportuno, Episode 41, Two Photojournalists. This is the third in a series of what I will simply call conversations. Even though the story is fictitious, the conversations are written as a verisimilitude, meaning the characters, subjects, events, and details may not be true, but are intended to be similar to a real-life story. Now, on to the conversation entitled, Two Photojournalists. Today we are joined by Kent Largo and Alonzo Fernandez, two incredible photojournalists who have dedicated their lives to capturing the truth of the world. Kent, can you tell us how you met Alonzo? Of course. I was sitting on a beach, watching the sunset, and I noticed Alonzo taking pictures of the scenery. We struck up a conversation, and I learned that he had grown up in an orphanage and had always dreamed of being a photojournalist. I offered to be his mentor, and we set off on a journey to capture the truth of the world and share it with others. It was a dream come true for me. Ken has been a self-employed photojournalist for the last 30 years, and I had always admired his work. I never thought I'd have the opportunity to work with him. At the young age of 11 years old, I read a newspaper article that Kent Largo had written about the many street children in several places in the world that lived on the streets and had no family or home to go to. Sadly, street children are sometimes referred to as throwaway children. I saved that newspaper article from almost 10 years ago, and now that I have money being earned from my photojournalism career, I am able to donate money to those organizations mentioned in that article by Kent Largo to help these street children. Not only did Kent Largo report on these homeless street children, but as in all his reporting, offers solutions to help. I became an avid reader, utilizing the library at the orphanage, and was able to keep up with Kent Largo's reporting while being at the orphanage. I left the orphanage at the age of 18 to venture out into the world to find my way. And, at age 19, by pure coincidence, I met and became friends with Kent Largo, at which time I began my photojournalism career under the mentorship of Kent Largo. I can see that Kent Largo's reporting on street children had a profound effect on you. Yes. You could say that Kent Largo's reporting on the plight of children living on the street had a direct effect on my life. My orphanage home was one of the orphanages that Kent Largo recommended people donate to to take children off the street to live in an orphanage. Unfortunately, my mother died when I was only the age of seven years old and she was the only family I had. I lived on the street with other children from the age of seven until I was the age of nine, at which time a ministry that had a school for orphans took me in and I lived at that orphanage until the age of 18. Yes, I can totally understand why you have such an interest in helping street children as you were once one yourself. People don't often think about there being so many street children. Do you know how many street children are currently living on the streets? 
According to the United Nations, there are approximately 150 million street children worldwide, with the number increasing daily. About 40% of these children are homeless, while the other 60% work on the streets to support their families. Street children range in age from 3 to 18 years old and are unable to attend school due to their circumstances. Do these street children have any type of support while they are living on the street? UNICEF has identified three types of street children, street living, street working, and street family. Street living children are those who spend most of their time on the streets and have cut ties with their families. Street working children spend most of their time working on the streets to provide income for their families, while street family children live with their families on the streets. What type of issues do street children face? Children become street children due to problems within their families, poverty, orphanhood, and severe abuse at home. These children survive by begging on the streets, finding casual work, stealing, and sometimes turning to glue sniffing and other drugs. Many work at garbage dumps because their families work there and it is the only life they know, they are orphaned and need to earn money, or they come from the countryside and have no opportunities to work in the city. Children are vulnerable to human trafficking, and more than half of all victims of trafficking are children. Street children are defenseless victims of violence, neglect, chemical addiction, and human rights violations. The situation is not limited to poor or developing nations as over 32,000 teens live on the streets of New York City each year. How can people help these street children? To help street children, efforts should be made to provide them with food, clothing, shelter, education, healthcare, love, protection, and basic rights. Other efforts include providing opportunities for a career outside of begging, preventing conflict within families, reducing poverty in communities and homes, enforcing laws to protect them, promoting their integration into society, encouraging programs that support them, and promoting child rights. Some people even take to the streets, locating and befriending street children to find them a loving home or orphanage. Other people help with donations to organizations that can place street children in a home or orphanage. A lot of people, helping a little, can make big changes. You may think you cannot make a difference, as there are so many street children needing help, but even a small donation can go a long way to getting children off the street and living in a home or orphanage. Through the power of partnership, where many people help with a common cause, can change the lives of many people for the better. Your request for people just to make a small donation, whatever they can afford, doing what they can, reminds me of the starfish story, also known as the starfish thrower, adapted from the writings of Loren Isley in his essay published in the Unexpected Universe in 1969. There have been several adapted versions of the starfish story. Sometimes people think the problem is too large and they are but one person and cannot make a difference and therefore just do nothing to help. I'm going to read one adaption of the starfish story to remind us all that we can help as best we can with what we have to make a difference for the better for others. Okay, now I will read the starfish story. One day, an old man was walking along a beach that was littered with thousands of starfish that had been washed ashore by the high tide. As he walked, he came upon a young boy who was eagerly throwing the starfish back into the ocean, one by one. Puzzled, the man looked at the boy and asked what he was doing. 
Without looking up from his task, the boy simply replied, I'm saving these starfish, sir. The old man chuckled aloud, Son, there are thousands of starfish and only one of you. What difference can you make? The boy picked up a starfish, gently tossed it into the water and turning to the man, said, It made a difference to that one. Thank you very much for sharing that story. As you read that story, I couldn't help but think of those people out there that made a difference in my life by caring enough to donate to the orphanage that cared for me to take me from two years of living on the street from age seven to age nine to living in an orphanage that I considered my home until I was 18 years of age. For all those people that donated their time, money, and efforts that helped me have a home in the orphanage, I want to thank you. I might not ever get a chance to meet you, but I do want to thank you for caring enough to do what you could with what you had to help not only me, but other street children to have a home. Thanks, Alonzo, for inspiring us by sharing part of your life story with us. And for reminding us a little donation of money goes a long way through the power of partnership. You are very welcome. Thank you for providing me an opportunity to let people know the real problems street children are facing and how people can help. That's incredible. Kent, what made you want to become a photojournalist? I always had a passion for storytelling, and I believed that there were stories out there that the mainstream media wasn't telling. I wanted to capture the truth and share it with the world. I also didn't want to be constrained by the budgets and agendas of the media companies. I preferred being poor and telling the truth rather than being employed by media that twisted the facts to fit their own narrative. And Alonzo, what drew you to photojournalism? For me, it was about giving a voice to those who don't have one. Growing up in an orphanage, I saw firsthand how people can be ignored and forgotten. I wanted to use my photography skills to make a difference in the world and to shine a light on issues that people need to know about. It sounds like you both had a strong sense of purpose from an early age. How did your partnership of working together as photojournalists develop? We started off small, documenting local events and causes. But we quickly realized that we wanted to take on bigger challenges and tell stories that would have a greater impact. We set our sights on capturing the truth of the world, and we never looked back. Kent is an amazing mentor. He taught me so much about photography, storytelling, and being true to my values. I learned to look for the humanity in every story and to never be afraid to speak truth to power. In the time period of classical Greece, between 510 BC to 323 BC, speaking truth to power was expressed in the ancient Greek word, Parisia, spelled P-A-R-R-H-E-S-I-A, which means to speak freely and speak boldly. Wikipedia defines Parisia as follows, in rhetoric, Parisia is candid speech, speaking freely. It implies not only freedom of speech, but the obligation to speak the truth for the common good, even at personal risk. End of quote. When you speak truth on things that are not right, you often are shining light to expose the wrongdoing of others, which can often lead to retaliation against those speaking truth. John Stuart Mill, in 1867 at an inaugural address at the University of St. Andrews, said the following, 
Let not anyone pacify his conscience by the delusion that he can do no harm if he takes no part and forms no opinion. Bad men need nothing more to compass their ends than that good men should look on and do nothing. He is not a good man who, without a protest, allows wrong to be committed in his name and with the means which he helps to supply, because he will not trouble himself to use his mind on the subject. End of quote. This speech, by John Stuart Mill, in 1867, is where it is believed the popular quote, often attributed to Edmund Burke, comes from, which reads as follows, The only thing necessary for evil to triumph in the world is that good men do nothing. End of quote. Kent Largo is a good man, speaking boldly, not afraid, to speak out against the injustices of man against others, or simply, when people just need a helping hand. It's clear that you both working together, as photojournalist, on many incredible travels and adventures, has had a profound change in the lives of many people. You both are traveling the world capturing the truth and making a difference. Let's discuss your journey together. Kent. Can you start by telling us how your journey with Alonzo began? Of course. As you know, I've been a self-employed photojournalist for over 30 years. One day, while sitting on the beach watching the sunset, I met a young man named Alonzo. He was taking photos of the scenery, and we struck up a conversation. I soon learned that he had grown up in an orphanage and had always dreamed of being a photojournalist. I remember being in awe of Kent's stories and his willingness to go to the most dangerous and remote places to get the truth out there. He was my hero, and I couldn't believe I was talking to him. That's amazing. So, what happened next? Well, I could see the passion and talent in Alonzo's eyes, and I knew I wanted to help him achieve his dreams. I offered to be his mentor and together we set off on a journey to capture the truth of the world and share it with others. It was the opportunity of a lifetime. I had never left the orphanage, let alone the country, and here I was traveling the world with Kent. That's incredible. What was your first story together? Our first story was about a group of refugees who were mistreated by the authorities in their country. It was a heartbreaking situation, and no one was covering it. It was devastating to see people suffering so much, and I knew we had to tell their story. And what was the response to your story? Well, we were lucky enough to have our work catch the attention of a major publication, and as a result of our work, the refugees were given aid and support from organizations around the world. It was incredible to see the impact our work could have. We realized that we had a responsibility to use our skills to make a difference. That's truly inspiring. So, what did you do next? Well, we continued to travel, uncovering stories of the world and making a difference where we could. We went to regions devastated by natural disasters, and we uncovered the needs of the people and the destruction of animal habitats. Our stories inspired people to donate their time, money, and talents to help rebuild the affected areas and protect the wildlife. We also encountered a group of activists who were protesting against the destruction of a forest to make way for a new development project. Our story raised awareness of the issue, and the development was eventually cancelled. 
Your work is truly remarkable. What was your main goal when you set out on this journey together? Our main goal was always to capture the truth of the world and share it with others. We wanted to give a voice to those who weren't being heard and to make a difference in their lives. And we wanted to inspire others to do the same, to use their skills and resources to make a difference in the world. Well, you've certainly achieved that goal. Your work has inspired countless people and has helped many of the lives of those you've encountered. Kent and Alonzo, can you tell us about your experience documenting the mistreatment of refugees? Sure. It was one of our first major stories that we worked on together. We were in a country where refugees were being mistreated and ignored by the authorities. We were lucky enough to have the chance to talk to some of the refugees and hear their stories. It was really heart-wrenching to hear what they had gone through. What kind of stories did you hear? We heard stories of families being separated, of people being tortured, and of people being denied basic human rights. It was a really difficult thing to document. But we knew it was important to tell their stories. We spent a lot of time taking photos and recording interviews. It was a really emotional experience, but we knew that it was something that needed to be shared. What was the response to your story? It was incredible. We were able to get our story published in a major publication and it got a lot of attention. People were outraged by what they saw and wanted to help. The response was overwhelming. Organizations around the world reached out to offer aid and support to the refugees we had documented. That must have been really gratifying. How did it make you feel? It was really amazing to see the power of journalism in action. We were able to make a real difference in the lives of these refugees just by telling their stories. It's really what we're all about. We want to use our skills to make the world a better place. And the response to this story just showed us that it's possible. Thank you for sharing that. So far, we've talked about your beginnings and your first story about refugees. In your second adventure, you traveled to a region devastated by a natural disaster. Can you tell us more about it? Yes, we traveled to a region that was hit by a massive flood. The people there had lost their homes, their possessions, and even their loved ones. We saw how the disaster had affected the people and wildlife in the area. It was a devastating sight to see. We saw people struggling to find food, shelter, and clean water. We also saw how the disaster had destroyed the habitats of the animals living in the region. What did you do to help? Our job was to capture the stories and images of the people affected by the disaster. We spoke to them, listened to their stories, and shared their experiences with the world. We also captured images of the wildlife that had been affected by the disaster. We showed how their habitats had been destroyed and how they were struggling to survive. What was the response to your story? The story was picked up by several major publications, and it gained a lot of attention. People were touched by the plight of the people and wildlife affected by the disaster, and they wanted to help. We received a lot of messages from people who wanted to donate their time, money, and talents to help the affected areas. 
It was a great feeling to know that our work was making a difference. That's incredible. What did you learn from this experience? We learned that disasters can have a profound impact on people and wildlife. We also learned that there are ways to help and that everyone can make a difference, no matter how small their contribution may be. We also learned that the power of storytelling is immense. By sharing the stories and images of the people and wildlife affected by the disaster, we were able to inspire people to take action and make a difference. You've shared some amazing stories about your adventures as photojournalists. Next, let's talk about your encounter with activists protesting against the destruction of a forest, which I understand is one of your more memorable stories. Can you tell us more about it? Sure. It was during one of our journeys when we came across a group of activists who were protesting against the destruction of a forest to make way for a new development project. We were initially drawn to the protest because it was an excellent opportunity to capture some compelling images, but as we talked to the protesters, we realized that it was a more significant issue than we had initially thought. What did you discover while covering the story? We found out that the forest was home to several endangered species and the new development project would destroy their habitat. The activists were trying to raise awareness of the issue and put pressure on the authorities to reconsider the project. It was a very emotional experience for everyone involved. The activists were passionate about their cause, and we could feel the urgency of the situation. It was a unique opportunity for us to show our audience the impact that human actions have on the environment. What was the response to your story? We were fortunate to have the story picked up by a major publication and it received widespread attention. People were shocked to learn about the situation and it raised awareness about the importance of protecting our natural resources. The development project was eventually canceled and the forest was saved. It was a great victory for the activists and the environment. That's an inspiring story. What do you think was the key to the success of this story? I believe the success of the story was due to the passion and dedication of the activists. They were committed to their cause, and we were able to capture their energy and determination in our images and words. Also, it was important for us to present the facts of the situation and show the impact of the project on the environment and the local community. We wanted to present a comprehensive picture of the issue, and I think that made our story more effective. Thank you for sharing your insights, Kent and Alonzo. Your work as photojournalists is truly inspiring. You've been able to use your skills as photojournalists to make a difference in the world. How does it feel to have made such a big impact? It's truly been an amazing experience. We've been able to expose the injustices and needs of the world through our photos and stories, and we've inspired others to take action to make the world a better place. It's a fulfilling feeling to know that we've made a difference. I completely agree. It's been an incredible journey, and I feel so grateful to have had Kent as my mentor. We've been able to capture the truth of the world, and by doing so, We've been able to bring attention to important issues and help people and animals in need. How do you think your work has affected the public's perception of photojournalism? 
I hope that our work has shown that photojournalism can be a powerful tool for social change. We've shown that photos can not only document events, but can also inspire people to take action and make a difference. Yes, we've shown that photojournalism is not just about taking pretty pictures, but about telling important stories and raising awareness of important issues. Our work has shown that photography can be a powerful form of communication and activism. Do you have any advice for aspiring photojournalists who want to make a difference in the world? My advice would be to always be true to your values and your passion for telling the truth. Don't be afraid to take risks and push boundaries in your work. And most importantly, never forget that the stories you tell have the power to make a difference. I would also advise aspiring photojournalists to always be curious and open-minded. There is always something new to learn and discover, and every story has its own unique challenges and rewards. And of course, always be willing to put in the hard work and dedication that it takes to capture the truth of the world. Kent, it's an honor to have you here. After all the amazing work you've done, we'd love to know more about your journey as a photojournalist. Could you tell us how it all began? Of course, I'd be happy to. I was always fascinated by photography and storytelling, and that led me to pursue photojournalism. I started out small, taking pictures of local events and people, and gradually worked my way up to bigger stories. That's incredible. What motivates you to continue doing what you do? For me, it's all about the passion for telling stories and exposing the truth. I've always had a strong sense of justice and a desire to make a positive impact in the world, and photojournalism is the perfect way to do that. Can you tell us about your most memorable moments as a photojournalist? There have been so many amazing moments, it's hard to pick just one. But I would say some of the most memorable were the times when my work made a real difference. For example, the story I did with Alonzo on the mistreatment of refugees was especially important to me because it shed light on a really important issue and helped to bring aid to the people who needed it. That's amazing. How do you stay motivated, even in the face of adversity? Well, it's not always easy. There have been plenty of times when I felt discouraged or frustrated, but I try to focus on the positive impact that my work can have. Knowing that I'm making a difference in the world, even if it's just a small one, is what keeps me going. What advice would you give to aspiring photojournalists? I would say to always stay true to your passion and your values and to never give up. There will be times when it's hard and times when it feels like you're not making a difference. But if you keep pushing and stay true to yourself, you'll eventually break through and make the impact you want to make. That's great advice. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Kent. It's been an honor to speak with you. The pleasure is mine. Thank you for having me. Next, we'll be exploring the journey of Alonzo Fernandez, who started out as a young man with a dream to become a photojournalist, and with the guidance of Kent Largo, became a skilled storyteller. Welcome, Alonzo. Thank you. It's great to be here. 
So, Alonzo, when you first met Kent, you were just starting out in photography. How did he help you develop your skills as a photojournalist? Kent really helped me to see the world in a different way. He taught me to look beyond the surface and to find the story behind the images. He also showed me how to use light and composition to convey the emotion and the message of the story. What were some of the challenges you faced when you started working with Kent? One of the biggest challenges was learning how to be patient and wait for the right moment to capture the perfect image. Kent taught me to be persistent and to keep trying until I got the shot I wanted. You and Kent have worked on a lot of different stories together. What was one of the most memorable experiences you had while traveling and working with him? One of the most memorable experiences was when we were working on a story about a group of activists who were protesting against the destruction of a forest. We were right in the middle of the action, and I felt like I was a part of something important. It was incredible to see the power of people coming together to make a difference. What would you say is the most important thing you learned from Kent about storytelling through photography? The most important thing I learned from Kent is that photography is not just about capturing an image, but about telling a story. Every image should convey a message and an emotion, and it's our job as photojournalists to find the story that needs to be told and to tell it in the most powerful way possible. How has your journey with Kent impacted your life and your career? Working with Kent has had a huge impact on my life and my career. He not only helped me to become a better photojournalist, but he also showed me that we can make a difference in the world through our work. I am grateful for everything he has taught me and for the adventures we've shared together. It's clear that you and Kent have had a powerful impact on the world through your storytelling. What's next for you in your journey as a photojournalist? I plan to continue to tell stories that need to be told and to use my work to inspire others to make a difference. I hope to continue to grow as a photojournalist and to tell stories that touch people's hearts and minds. Thank you for sharing your journey with us, Alonzo. We look forward to the stories you'll continue to tell in the future. Kent and Alonzo, your work as photojournalists has not only captured the reality of the world but has also inspired people to take action to make a positive change. Can you tell me about some of the ways in which people have made a difference as a result of your stories? Sure. One example that comes to mind is the story we did on the mistreatment of refugees. We shared their story and the struggles they were facing, which helped to raise awareness and led to support from organizations around the world. People were able to donate their time and money to help the refugees, and as a result, they received the aid and support they needed. And in the story we did on the natural disaster, we showed the needs of the people affected and the destruction of animal habitats. People were inspired to donate their time and money to help rebuild the affected areas and protect the wildlife. And let's not forget the story we did on the forest that was being destroyed for a development project. People became aware of the issue, and as a result, the development was eventually cancelled. These are just a few examples of how small actions can make a big difference. That's truly inspiring. How do you think your work has impacted the way people view the world? I think our work has helped people see the reality of the world and understand that they can make a difference. It's not just about reading the news and feeling helpless, but realizing that small actions can have a big impact. 
I agree, and I think our work has also shown that there is beauty in the world, even in the midst of struggle and hardship. It's important to share both the struggles and the triumphs to give a full picture of the world we live in. That's a great point. What advice would you give to aspiring photojournalists who want to make a difference through their work? I would say to find a mentor like Kent. Having someone who can guide you and teach you the ropes is invaluable. And I would add to always remember the power of storytelling. It's not just about capturing a moment, but about telling a story that can inspire change. Those are great pieces of advice from two renowned photojournalists, Kent Largo and Alonzo Fernandez. Thank you both for sharing your insights and for the incredible work that you do, dedicating your lives to capturing the truth of the world. We've heard about your adventures and the meaningful changes for the better your work has had on people and wildlife around the world. Now, let's focus on Kent's legacy and his impact on the next generation of photojournalists, including his protege and now-accomplished photojournalist Alonzo Fernandez. Kent, you've spent over 30 years traveling the world as a self-employed photojournalist, capturing images and telling stories that the mainstream media wouldn't touch. What inspired you to pursue this path, and what has kept you going all these years? Well, when I was younger, I realized that the media often twists the facts to fit their own narrative. As someone who values truth above all else, I found this deeply troubling. So I decided to strike out on my own and tell the stories that others wouldn't. What has kept me going all these years is my love for adventure and my passion for telling the truth. And Alonzo, you've had the privilege of learning from Kent and developing your own skills as a photojournalist. How has Kent influenced your work? And what has been your biggest takeaway from your time with him? Ken has been a tremendous mentor to me, and I wouldn't be where I am today without his guidance. He's taught me the importance of telling stories with empathy and honesty, and not being afraid to take risks to capture the truth. My biggest takeaway from working with Kent has been the power of photojournalism to make a difference in the world. Kent, you've seen the impact of your work firsthand, from helping refugees to raising awareness about environmental issues. What has been the most rewarding aspect of your career as a photojournalist? The most rewarding aspect of my career has been knowing that my work has made a difference in the world. I've seen the impact of my stories on the lives of the people and wildlife I've encountered, and it's incredibly fulfilling to know that I've helped to make a positive change. And Alonzo, you followed in Kent's footsteps and continued to capture the truth of the world. What do you hope your work will accomplish, and what message do you want to convey through your stories? My goal as a photojournalist is to continue to tell stories that matter and to raise awareness about the issues that affect people and wildlife around the world. I want to inspire others to take action and make a positive difference in their communities. Kent, you've been a mentor to many aspiring photojournalists over the years. What advice do you have for those who want to follow in your footsteps? My advice would be to stay true to your values and to never compromise on the truth. It's also important to take risks and be willing to explore new perspectives and ideas. And most importantly, remember that photojournalism is about telling stories that matter and making a difference in the world. 
And finally, what do you hope your legacy will be, Kent? I hope my legacy will be one of inspiring others to pursue their passions and to make a difference in the world. I want to be remembered as someone who fought for the truth and who helped to shed light on the issues that matter most. And I hope that my work will continue to inspire future generations of photojournalists to make a positive impact in the world. Thank you, Kent and Alonzo. What an incredible journey we have just been on with Kent Larco and Alonzo Fernandez. From the chance meeting on a beach to the incredible stories they have captured, they have shown us the power of photojournalism to not only inform but to make a real difference in the world. Through their work, we have seen the mistreatment of refugees, the devastation of natural disasters, the need to protect animal habitats, and the importance of activism. Their stories have inspired action and changed the lives of many. As we have learned from Alonzo and Kent, storytelling is not just about presenting facts, but also about inspiring people to take action. Through their work, they have shown us that small actions can lead to big changes, and that each of us has the power to make a difference in the world. Their passion for truth-telling has been infectious, and we have seen Alonzo rise to become a skilled photojournalist in his own right, thanks to Kent's guidance and mentorship. Together, they have made an impact that will be felt for years to come. In a world where the media can often twist the facts to fit a narrative, the work of photojournalists like Kent and Alonzo is more important than ever. They have shown us that we need to seek out the truth, no matter how uncomfortable it may be, and to use our voices and talents to make the world a better place. Thank you, Kent and Alonzo, for sharing your incredible journey with us and for inspiring us all to make a difference in our own way. That's all for now. Please visit opportuno.org. Thank you.